and welcome to Wellness for the Hot Mess. If you are new around here, hello and welcome. I haven't given like a proper introduction in some time, but if you're new to the podcast, I am so happy that you're here. Wellness for the Hot Mess is a wellness podcast um, that I essentially started to make wellness more accessible to everybody. So I am a certified nutritionist. I also am a holistic health coach. And along my journey, I realized that not only am I not perfect, but a lot of people look at, you know, people like me who are health coaches and nutrition specialists, like we're perfect and like we have all the answers and that we live this incredibly healthy and well lifestyle. I decided to start this podcast to shed a little light that that is not necessarily always the truth. You know, we still struggle. I, you know, feel like I have a great hold on my own health and wellness and I do things that make me feel good and feel like my best self, but sometimes I don't. And it really is a hot mess when it comes to wellness. It's all about trying out new things, figuring out what works for you and what feels best for you, which is where I decided to take this week's episode, um, speaking about things that feel best for you and trying out different fads and trends. The last three and a half weeks or so, I have been documenting and trying out TikTok trends and not just any TikTok trends. I'm not out here dancing or, you know, swapping out my entire closet for Zara clothes, which I need to do, but I have decided to step into the wellness side of TikTok. I have been researching a lot about all of the trends going on in the wellness side of TikTok, and I've been doing it for about three and a half weeks now. So I could bring you, the listener, a little inside scoop on some of the top wellness trends going around on TikTok. So you can either decide for yourself if it's something that sounds good or, you know, listen to my experience with it. And if I didn't love it, you don't even have to try it then. So we're taking out the, this is easy for you. We're taking out the part where you have to try these trends for three weeks to see if they work or not. So again, everybody is different. Everybody has different experiences with trends, especially in the wellness space. So don't take what I'm saying and run with it for yourself. I would absolutely, you know, listen to your own body, try these trends for yourself if you're actually really interested and go from there because I can give you a little insight on how I felt about it and I I think it's worth it to do or not. But at the end of the day, that's my own opinion and you guys can kind of decide for yourself what you want to do with your own health and wellness. So with that being said, <clears throat> when it comes to TikTok and the trends that go around on TikTok, I want you guys, and I know... Um, a lot of us millennials and us older folks, we're not the Gen Zers, we kind of understand to take these TikToks with a grain of salt to do your own research when it comes to implementing new things, especially in your health and wellness, um, because you can't always believe and trust everything you see on the internet. We know this, but a lot of the younger folks out there do really get sucked into the trends and the fads that are going around and want to try it for themselves. So if I could highly, highly, highly recommend listening to this part, if you don't listen to the whole podcast, I want you to take this away from it at least. I want you to, 
you know, look out for several things when it comes to the health and wellness trends on social media, not just TikTok, but places like Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, whatever you may be using. I want you to start with keeping an eye out for anything that offers dramatic results in a short period of time. So those are major red flags. So if you're scrolling on TikTok or you're on Instagram and you see someone that's saying, this is how I lost 12 pounds in a week or how I lost 45 pounds in one month, or, you know, this is how I permanently got rid of my bloat in three days. So crazy dramatic results in a short period of time are always a red flag. We know that health and wellness implementing new trends into our lifestyle, it takes time And the difference between quick results and sustainable results is sustainable results are going to come slower over time. But the key is with that, yes, you're not going to be losing those 12 pounds in a week or those 45 pounds in a month. But when you're implementing things into your lifestyle that are sustainable, that means that they're going to last longer. So when you do these quick fad diets, these dramatic results, yeah, you may notice you lose those 12 pounds in a week, but two weeks down the line or three weeks down the line, you may gain it all back and then some. So these red flags, these quick, short, dramatic results are exactly that. Yeah, they're quick, they're dramatic, they may work at first, but they're not going to be sustainable and they're going to quickly disappear. So you're going to find yourself falling off that wagon again, looking for a new trend, and it's just going to be kind of this vicious cycle of trying out every single thing that offers you quick results. That's kind of how the diet industry got you know, wind and got um, all this traction and attention is it's offering these quick results. But what happens is when you start to backtrack and you're gaining that weight back or you're not feeling your best self again, you're going to skip on to the next one. So that's just kind of fueling the diet industry. So you want to look out for things like that. Instead, look for tips from professionals on TikTok. So there are plenty of nutritionists, dietitians, doctors, people who actually dedicate their life to studying these things. Those people are on TikTok. So I highly recommend finding out, seeking out those people and seeing what they offer. So if they're giving you, you know, a small little habit or trick to implement into your daily lifestyle that you'll start to see results over time or you'll start to feel better, you know, internally, externally over time. Those are the people you're going to want to gravitate towards more, not only because they know, because they do this for a living, um, but they've also been studying, researching, looking into all of the ways that your body reacts with food or your body reacts with exercise. So do not trust you know, that little 20-year-old down the street who's got a snatched waist and, because it's probably genetics for her and it's not necessarily that pineapple, cucumber, lemon water that she's drinking every morning. So that's all I have to say about that. Definitely just keep your eye out. You kind of know. I feel like we can kind of feel out. We're all smart people, but we know when it may be a gimmick or, you know, that quick fix seems too good to be true. So if you hear that little voice, that intuition in your head, or you feel that little red flag when it comes to a TikTok trend, maybe keep scrolling and find something that seems a little bit more sustainable for you. So let's get into it. Um, Like I said, you know your body best. Listen to it. That's the biggest tip, the biggest key I can give when you go to the internet looking for tips and tricks to integrate into your wellness lifestyle. So I don't want you to try diets or workouts that don't feel good for you or that feel too restrictive. If you feel like you're constantly hungry or you're tired all the time or your body doesn't feel good, that is a huge red flag. That's a huge sign from your body telling you this doesn't work for you. So that's the biggest thing when it comes to these trends is listen to your body. I personally think TikTok is a great place to add supplemental things to your lifestyle. So if you're adding in things and not replacing or not taking out things to kind of replace with these TikTok trends, 
I think that's where it's great. So I find little tips and tricks that I just kind of add into my lifestyle that kind of enhance it and make it feel good. I don't go to TikTok to swap or to take out things in my diet um, because I know what works best for me, not what works best for the girl who's telling me on the phone. So those are my little tips um, and little kind of nuggets of advice when it comes to listening to things on social media. So let's get into it. Let's see what I've been doing over the past three and a half weeks. Um, Oh, before I actually get into these topics, I have a little note written here. If you noticed, the last episode of Wellness for the Hot Mess came out two weeks ago. My last episode was with Corey Camp, which I highly recommend you go listen to. We talk about getting into the athlete mindset and kind of what it's like to show up as an athlete in your everyday life. Super interesting. Corey is awesome. Um, But that was two weeks ago, and usually I put out an episode every Thursday. After some long, hard reflection and kind of looking at balancing my work, my life, career. I'm going to school again, so I'm a student again, which is so exciting. Um, But after taking a look and stepping back from all of those things, I realized that I have a lot on my plate right now, and I am going to honor my free time and really take the moments that I have to myself for myself. So that means that Wellness for the Hot Mess will start to come out bi-weekly. This will be a bi-weekly podcast and you know, who knows down the line, if I have a little bit more time, I can start to bring it back every week. But this is just something for me, for my own personal mental health, physical health that I need to transition the podcast to biweekly. I love this podcast with my entire heart. It's like my little baby project right now that I love so much. So I don't want to give you half-ass energy. I want to be showing up every other week with everything I've got to give to you guys. So That's kind of why I made the decision and I don't want to completely nix this podcast because again, this is what I love to do. This podcast has been like the highlight of my week every single week. So I want to keep this podcast going. I want to keep it relevant, good, full of good information for you and not just showing up every week with, you know, not with half-ass energy. That's kind of how I like to look at it just to get an episode out. So I'm going to give you the best content I can every other week and it's going to be great. Ha! So we got everything out there we need to. Let's get into the TikTok trends that I have been trying over the past three weeks. You can decide for yourself from my own experiences if it's something you want to try, or maybe you can just skip it altogether, save some money, save some time. (laughs) So the first thing, the first big thing that's going around on TikTok right now is drinking, adding liquid chlorophyll to water and drinking that every single day, sometimes twice a day, maybe in the morning or the night. Um, And this was a trend that I was kind of hesitant to hop on. When I think of chlorophyll, I think of obviously of plants, like plants. That's like a big thing that we learned, you know, back all the way in grade school when you're taking your science class, you learn all about chlorophyll and plants. When we see it, it's kind of, it comes in this um, little tincture bottle and it's a really dark green color. When you put it in your water, it basically turns your water black. So I was very skeptical. I didn't know if it would taste really earthy or kind of like nasty. I don't know what I was like nervous about, um, but I definitely was hesitant bringing chlorophyll into my routine. I did a little bit of research on the benefits of chlorophyll, what it does, excuse me, what it does for you, for your body, what results you could expect to see. And I don't want to give you all of the results or all of the information that I personally found on the internet because I think it's still such a new trend that there are, there's a bunch of information out there. There are people saying that it's great and it has all these benefits. And then there are other professionals saying that it doesn't really do much for you and you could get the same benefits by adding 
you know, a cup of spinach into your smoothie every morning or just eating more green foods because obviously the color green in foods and plants is from chlorophyll. So you can definitely get the same benefits without drinking it every day. But if you're someone like me who is interested in these trends and you drink a lot of water anyway, I kind of thought to myself, why not just add it in? Like I was saying, this is like a little supplemental thing I can add in instead of taking something out of my diet to replace. I'm just going to add in some drops to my water every day and see what happens. So I can confidently say that I am on the chlorophyll train. I have noticed over the past three weeks and, you know, I've obviously intake, I've upped my water intake a little bit since I've been drinking chlorophyll every morning and night. So that does kind of force me to drink that extra glass in the morning and nighttime. So I want you to keep that in mind that adding more water to my diet could absolutely be the reason for these results as well. But since adding those drops of chlorophyll into my water every morning and every evening, I have noticed a few key important things for me. So the first thing is my skin has completely cleared up And I just want to let you know that I've had clear skin before that. So it's not like a crazy dramatic result where I had, you know, scars or a face full of acne and it cleared over three weeks. I did have clear skin before, but that is only because of my own personal journey with skin and acne. I was on Accutane twice in high school. I had awful, horrible skin. Anybody who knew me in high school or my family can attest to this. I can absolutely show you pictures if you don't believe me, but I had pretty gnarly skin growing up. So Skincare has been huge for me and it's one of my top priorities when it comes to my own self-care. I take, you know, really great care of my skin because of what I had to go through in high school with it. So I already had clear skin before, but I can say that since drinking chlorophyll every day, my skin has gotten more clear and like it's very glowy and hydrated. I've noticed my pores are a little bit smaller and I just have that kind of like glowy look, you know, after you put a few oils or serums on your face and you just kind of look really like dewy, fresh, and glowy. That's kind of what my skin has been looking like when I wake up every morning, throughout the day, when I go to sleep at night. I just kind of feel like I have very moisturized and hydrated skin since adding chlorophyll to my water. So that's a huge thing that I've noticed, which I love because I wake up looking very refreshed. Um, And it definitely did start when I started adding chlorophyll into my routine. So that's the first big thing I noticed. The second thing I noticed is I have really fresh breath now. I got the chlorophyll that has a mint taste to it. So it's got a little, it's called Chlorofresh. Um, I got it at Whole Foods. So if you're at Whole Foods and you're looking for it, the one I got is Chlorofresh. But I've noticed that my breath is like very neutral after I drink it. It's not you know, super minty and it doesn't smell gross, but I've seen, you know, throughout the day when I'm eating food, if I'm eating lunch, you know, I don't really, wherever I am, a lot of the times I'm at work. Um, if I'm not home, I'm not going to brush my teeth after lunch. You know what I mean? So I've noticed that after eating lunch, I don't have like whatever I ate for lunch in my mouth. My breath is very neutral. And when I, after I drink the chlorophyll in the morning, obviously it has that mint flavor. So it does smell and taste very minty, but throughout the day, I've noticed that my breath is super, super like neutral. It doesn't smell like anything. It doesn't smell good. It doesn't smell bad, which has been really cool because I feel like, I don't know, you ha- you hit that lull throughout the day where your breath kind of like tastes bad or your mouth tastes bad from the food you've been eating. So that's been a cool added bonus. I don't have to worry about, not like we're talking close to people because of COVID, but if I am in a conversation, I don't really have to worry about like, oh, does my breath smell right now? Because that that's been something that's kind of been helped by adding chlorophyll. So 
that's the second big thing I noticed. And lastly, the third thing that I've noticed, and this was the main reason I decided to start adding chlorophyll was because I sweat a lot. I'm someone who moves my body a lot. I sweat a lot. Um, I sweat when I'm at work. Honestly, I'm kind of like a nervous sweater too. So if I'm in like a really intense conversation or even watching like an intense movie, I sweat. Um, and I've noticed that as I've gotten older, my sweat, this is, you know, I don't think this is gross. Everybody sweats, but my sweat has definitely smelled, um, more intense, I guess you could say, you know, and I've been teaching at SoulCycle for two years and I've noticed that my sports bras are starting to smell even after I wash them. I definitely feel like since I've transitioned to like more natural deodorants and natural products, I don't smell like I used to smell in high school when I was using Dove's men's deodorant every day. So I wanted to see if chlorophyll would help that because I a lot of the research says that chlorophyll is an internal deodorant. So it'll help you smell good from the inside out, help you feel fresh, smell fresh, kind of like the breath thing that I said. Um, so that was something I was really excited about. And this is probably the biggest takeaway I've gotten from chlorophyll is that I don't smell anything when I sweat anymore. It hasn't really reduced the amount of sweat that I am <laughs> sweating, but the smell is like completely gone. I'll sweat, but I won't smell like anything. I have tested like my clothes, my sports bras. They don't smell after I work out or after I've sweat for a long period of time. So that has been the biggest takeaway for me, I think, is I no longer feel insecure after I sweat. Um, I feel like I can leave a workout class and not have to like run to the bathroom and wipe my armpits or put deodorant on or change my shirt. Um, so that's been kind of like a really cool added bonus is that when I sweat, I don't smell like anything. You just kind of smell really neutral or whatever perfume you're wearing that day or whatever deodorant you're wearing. So I definitely think that this does work as an internal deodorant for myself. Those are the three biggest things I've noticed since adding in chlorophyll to my routine three weeks ago. Um, and I, this is something that I would say I'm going to stick with. Uh, I think if it gets like too expensive, the bottle I got at Whole Foods was $11, which I don't think is that bad because it lasted me a month. So if it's something I could just kind of toss in every month if I need it um, to refill, or maybe I could buy a bigger bottle. So for me, that's not crazy bad. It's not like I'm spending $11 every week. It did last me a decent amount of time. So I just ran out of my first bottle. So I'm going to grab another one today, but I am definitely down with chlorophyll. It's something that I've enjoyed seeing the benefits of, and I'm going to keep doing it. Second trend that's going around on TikTok right now. This is something that I have been talking about for a little while now. This is something that I've kind of integrated into my routine maybe like a year or so ago. And that is using a gua sha stone in your facial routine. So if you don't know what a gua sha stone is, I know it's like a really funny word. It's spelled G-U-A space S-H-A. Um, it's very similar to like the practice of jade rolling, except that I think this works a thousand times more than jade rolling. Um, but I actually did a tick or a TikTok. Oh my God. I did not do a TikTok. I did an Instagram live last summer with a good friend of mine, skincare expert, Kelsey, her and I went on Instagram live one night to do our nighttime routine. And she kind of walked me through step-by-step step a good nighttime routine when you want to add gua sha in and the key to gua sha stone using that on your face is using a heavy oil because you are essentially gliding this gua sha stone up your face. You're kind of like pushing all of the puffiness, moving blood circulation into your face, 
kind of just gliding the stone up your face to smooth out any lines, any wrinkles. Again, it's good for anti-inflammatory um, purposes, really good for depuffing the face. So Kelsey kind of walked us through that. And that's why it's important to have a good facial oil because you don't want to glide your stone on like dry skin. That sounds very painful. And it does get a little bit red when you're doing it. It's not painful at all. It's a light glide of the stone up your face, but you do get a little red. So you want to make sure you have a good oil on there, some good product that you're kind of pushing into your skin. I've been using a gua sha stone for over a year now. I swear by them. Um, I started using it when I noticed just a little puffiness in my face when I would wake up in the morning. I was teaching 6 a.m. Soul Cycle classes on Wednesdays and Fridays, and I was so scary in the morning. I would get to the studio and look in the mirror and just be like, it didn't even matter what I looked like, but you could tell I was tired, and that's not the face that I wanted to give off to my riders who I am encouraging to wake up and move their body. You don't want to be looking at your instructor and she looks tired too. So that's one of the main reasons I decided to use the gua sha stone was to just help my puffiness in the morning. And since then I am a complete believer. I've almost like transformed my face using a gua sha stone. I feel like my cheekbones are a lot more prominent now. I've used it to kind of lift my eyebrows a little bit. Um, and full disclosure, I will absolutely go into in another episode. I actually would love to get my Botox person on my my podcast. So stay tuned for that. But full disclosure, I have Botox in my face and I got lip fillers last year, a year ago. So I don't want you to think that this gua sha stone completely changed my face in that sense. I do have some things done, which I will absolutely get into in another episode because I would love to talk to my Botox girl and have her break down, you know, kind of the stigmas around Botox and fillers. So just putting that out there as a quick little note that I do have things done to my face, which I absolutely do think have been preventative and have helped me. But the gua sha stone... I mean, we were in lockdown for what, six, seven months where I could not do any of the things I mentioned like Botox or fillers. So that's kind of when I went more intense with it and I started adding it twice a day. And I have noticed that it completely changes my face and you can almost like kind of, I don't want to say mold your face, but you can really kind of dictate how you want your face to look. Like if you want to take the puffiness out of your cheeks and really define your cheekbone or your jawline, um, I gua sha underneath my chin. And I noticed that it kind of helps that puffy bloat underneath your chin. A lot of us think we're cursed with like double chins, but most of the time it's just a little puffiness and bloat in the morning that you can move around with that gua sha stone. And it really helps that with anti-inflammatory. So sorry, I have like the hiccups right now, but it really does help with the inflammation in your face and it kind of pushes all of that out um, and it helps you to sculpt you know, some nice cheekbones, lift the eyebrows a little bit. It helps with forehead wrinkles, I think. And it's been something that's been a great added bonus to my routine. It's very relaxing to take like five, 10 minutes to gua sha your face. Um, and it, it is helpful when you do have a good product that you're using with it. So it does push that product deep into your skin, into your pores. And it's almost like just giving yourself a mini facial. So I see on TikTok now, everybody teaching gua sha techniques. I've pretty much all of the techniques I've seen have been pretty spot on. I haven't seen anyone doing anything crazy with the gua sha stone. So if you're interested in learning more about proper techniques for gua sha, or if you were looking for a specific area to release tension, I use the gua sha stone after a long day of work to release tension in my neck. That's definitely been something that's been helpful for me or for headaches. So there are a million different things you can use this stone to help with. So if you're browsing on TikTok, um, I think that's a great resource because it's giving you 
you know, a literal video, a tutorial on how to use it. Those, that's something I highly, highly recommend doing. And it's something that I will continue doing. So if you've thought about investing in a gua sha stone, I would recommend it. And they last literally forever. I've only had to replace my gua sha once because that's because I dropped my first one and I completely shattered it. So I had it in the freezer to have like, to make it a nice little ice facial and I dropped it. So it completely broke in half. So I had to get a new one, but I would definitely recommend in a good, I personally love the rose quartz one. I don't know why I've just seen, maybe it's my own like preference of color, but I've seen more results quicker with the rose quartz one. So invest in a good gua sha invest in a good serum or oil you can use with it. And if you don't really trust the TikTok videos, you can head to my Instagram page on my Instagram live under that little tab on my page. It's under videos or IG live, I think. IGTV, maybe it is. There is a tutorial with Kelsey where she kind of walks through the proper way to use a gua sha stone. And it's kind of like the beginner's guide to it. So it's a very basic tutorial right when you're starting out. And if you want to get more in depth and learn about things like how to lift the eyebrows or release tension in the neck or help headaches using the gua sha stone, then I would say do like start to look into TikTok videos and do a little bit of research on the internet because there are so many videos out there that can help you. Also in the video Kelsey and I have up, she walks us through how to use the same techniques, giving yourself kind of like that at-home facial to help lift, tighten, firm your skin, make it a little glowy. She gives us those techniques using just your fingers. So if you are not sold yet on the gua sha stone, she does go into it using your hands, the techniques you can use with just your hands and a serum to get the same effects as a gua sha stone. But I do really recommend them. They feel good. They give you, this is the one time I will say that it is like an instant result and it lasts. So it does give you that instant result because it takes the puffiness right out of your face and it makes you look more awake. Um, and honestly, I find that after I do a gua sha session, I usually do them in the morning typically because that's when I'm the puffiest. If I have time at night and I'm doing kind of like a fun little skincare that night, whether it's like a face mask or adding some extra serums, I'll gua sha at night as well, but I find it most effective for me personally in the morning. Um, but I have noticed that when I do it in the morning and then I get up, eat my breakfast, work out, whatever I'm doing for the day, later on when I apply my makeup, it goes on a lot better, a lot smoother, and it doesn't kind of like cake up or sit in my skin. And I think that's been because of how awesome gua sha is for your skin and how hydrated it leaves it. So that's another little added perk is my makeup has been looking really good since gua sha stoning. So another trend on TikTok that I love that I will continue doing. And if you have any questions about the stone, go to that video on my Instagram or feel free to shoot me a little DM and I'll give you kind of like the breakdown of how I've been using it. All right, let's get into a supplement trend. So something I've seen on TikTok is that's going around is the supplement. It's the little pill of L-tyrosine. So if you haven't seen these TikToks, people have started taking L-tyrosine once a day to boost their mood, help with things like anxiety and depression. Um, L-tyrosine's main purpose, it's a non-essential amino acid, and its main purpose is... Um, it plays an important role in the production of melanin. And if you're not familiar with melanin, that's the pigment that gives your skin and hair its color. So people have started to take L-tyrosine to make their skin more tan, I've seen, or to just help the production of melanin. If you're someone who has uneven skin tone, but also benefits from it, people have said that their skin is glowing from that production of melanin, that they have more energy, and it's helped with depression and anxiety. 
So I decided why the heck not? This was something that I definitely wanted to hop on board with. If it was a mood booster, if it was something that could help my productivity levels um, and just help me feel good overall, that was the main reason I decided to take it. So I got a big bottle of it on Amazon and I took L-tyrosine. I started this one a little while ago, so I've been taking it for some time. Um, and I got about over halfway through the bottle. So I was on it for about a month and a half, two months. And I think I gave it a decent amount of time to do its job. Um, and this is the first trend that I tried on TikTok that I did not necessarily feel the hype behind. So I think I personally prefer, so before L-tyrosine, I was taking ashwagandha and ashwagandha is an, it's a more natural supplement. It's the same thing. It's a pill you can take once a day. Um, and you can take ashwagandha in a pill form or in a powder form if you want to add it to smoothies or things like that. But I was taking ashwagandha because it's an, it's an adaptogen and ashwagandha helps with things like kind of like what L-tyrosine was saying, but helps with mood boosting and things like anxiety and depression and it overall energy levels go up when you're taking ashwagandha. So I decided to take it, I want to say back in November, right when the world kind of shut down for a second time, I was nervous a little bit, you know, with that second shutdown, especially going into winter time, how my mood and energy levels would be. So that's when I started taking ashwagandha every single day. I think that I experienced better a better outcome um, from the ashwagandha than I did with the L-tyrosine and I experienced it quicker. So I noticed a difference in my mood, in my energy levels, um, kind of in like depression and anxiety, almost two weeks into taking ashwagandha and I felt really good taking it. My body felt good. I felt strong and I just felt overall like happier and healthier. I took ashwagandha out when I went on the L-tyrosine train because I wanted to compare the difference. I didn't want to keep taking ashwagandha and think that those side effects were coming from the L-tyrosine too. So I completely stopped the ashwagandha when I went on the L-tyrosine and I gave it a solid two months. So I started what, taking it in February, March, this end of April. I gave it a solid two and a half, three months almost. And I haven't really noticed much when it comes to like my skin and hair I haven't noticed much when it came to my energy levels. I think it helped a little bit with my anxiety. I think that was probably my main takeaway is I was feeling less anxious on it. But for me, I don't think it's worth buying a big bottle, rather going the more natural route and taking ashwagandha. I think ashwagandha has way more benefits. Um, It's an Ayurvedic supplement. So, you know, it's backed with plenty of research for years and years and years. People have been taking ashwagandha forever, whether you want to add it to a smoothie or to your water in the powder form or take it in a capsule. I prefer ashwagandha personally. The I've seen quicker results. Um, they've been more sustainable rather than the L-tyrosine, which it's kind of funky because a lot of people are taking it because they think they'll get a better tan. So that's kind of your main reason behind adding a supplement into your diet maybe rethink why you're adding it. Um, But if you're looking for things like boosted energy, boosted mood, helping with anxiety, depression, helping your body feel good, I would stick with the ashwagandha over it. Definitely quicker, faster, and more sustainable results. Let's see what else I have on my list. Okay. So a really fun, interesting one I saw, and I've seen this before TikTok was saving your leftover coffee grinds and making a body scrub out of it. This is just something I've seen recently um, all over my TikTok. And I used to use, 
I don't remember if this is the name, but I used to use religiously Frank's body scrub. So Frank's is a, exactly what I just said. It is a coffee ground coconut oil body scrub. And I first started using Frank's, I want to say way back in high school, honestly, maybe even the beginning of college. I just wanted a nice exfoliator in the shower and Frank's offered, you know, it said that their, this, that their scrub would help with things like the tightness of your skin. It would help with cellulite, um, uneven skin tone. So I decided to try it out. I liked it. I thought it was too expensive to keep buying because the results honestly were just kind of like nice moisturized skin. So I was happy to see that people are starting to make their own version of that scrub for a lot less money. I mean, if you're someone who drinks coffee religiously like myself, then you already have access to those coffee grounds. And then all you would have to do is just buy coconut oil if you don't have them. So I am a firm, firm believer in this trend. And I don't know if it's because it offers things like skin tightening or it'll help with cellulite because keep in mind, cellulite is very much so genetic. You could be the thinnest, fittest person in the world and still have cellulite. That is just something that comes with having skin. So we should not be looking to remove it or erase it. But I like the coffee grinds and the coconut oil because of the moisture it gives my skin, the supple, um, suppleness, the softness it gives my skin. And I've noticed that I don't have to moisturize as much after. So it kind of is saving me a little bit of money on buying moisturizer because that coconut oil seeps into your skin when your skin is wet and it kind of locks in that moisture from your shower. So if you haven't tried this yet and you're a coffee drinker, next time you make some coffee, if you use pods, maybe just cut the top off, take the coffee grinds out. Or if you use a normal traditional coffee maker, put your leftover coffee grinds in a Tupperware container. You can save them for as long as you want. If you want to make the scrub right away, just mix in a little coconut oil. I like to melt my coconut oil and mix in a little bit so it gives it that nice scrub texture. You kind of have to play around a little bit with this texture so you don't want to put too much oil. I would start with putting in like a few drops at a time until you get a nice consistency with that scrub. Or if you want to save, you know, your coffee from the week, use it at the end of the week and make that scrub. I always save my little coffee in a container um, and I keep mine in the fridge. I don't know if that's something I read somewhere or if it's just me being paranoid that the coffee grinds will go bad, but I keep my coffee grinds in the fridge in a container. And then when I think it's you know full enough to use, I will transfer that to a mason jar with a lid. I add in my melted coconut oil. I create that scrub and then I put the lid back on and I put it in my shower. It stays good for about a week, two weeks to a month, I want to say. I've noticed that after a month, it just kind of like the scrub just isn't as effective. The coffee grinds aren't as, you know, exfoliating. They're a little bit softer. So I usually swap mine out every month. And if you want to get fancy, like I recently started, I was unpacking and I found that I had a vanilla essential oil. So I added a few of those vanilla drops into the scrub. And now I have this like delicious coffee, coconut, vanilla body scrub that smells so good. And I don't even need to put moisturizer on after because I already smell good and my skin is so soft and smooth. And I think that this lasts longer throughout the day than moisturizer. That oil definitely locks in the, you know, water on your body from your shower, that moisture from your shower, and it kind of holds it all day. So I would use this if you're looking for a nice natural scrub to make your body feel soft and good. I would use it before shaving. If you're somebody who shaves your legs, it's a great way to prep your skin for shaving so you don't get razor burn. Um, but I, this is something I love doing as a, like a little treat for myself. 
I don't know if I've necessarily seen any changes in the back of my legs or like tightness in my skin or reduction of cellulite because I'm not necessarily looking for that when I'm using this product. But I will say that it is a treat for my skin. And especially in the winter months, I love having just like soft, refreshed skin. So super simple scrub you can make at home, 10 out of 10 recommend. And if you need any tips on how to find that consistency, look it up on TikTok. I've seen a ton of videos of people making that scrub themselves. All right, let's hit it with two more. I think I've got two more good ones here. So um, recently I've seen a lot of people looking for modifications for push-ups. So push-ups, I love push-ups. I think Push-ups are the one thing that has completely sculpted my arms and made me feel really strong. I used to do, I could bang out what, like 20 push-ups on my knees. We call them what? Girl push-ups, quote unquote, which so stupid, but I would always do push-ups on my knees and I could bang out 20 and then feel good about it. It wasn't until a friend of mine told me like, Kristen, you can do as many push-ups on your knees as you want. You're not going to build up you know, it's not gonna be effective for you. You're not building up to anything. The more you do push-ups on your knees, you can bang them out all day. Your body's not gonna feel that change. You're not challenging yourself until you start to do the real push-ups up on your feet, on your toes, start little by little. Even if you can only get one or two that day, that's where you find push-up progression. And that's where you can start to bang out like 10 or 15 push-ups in one workout. And that's where you'll see the change in your body. So I was religiously doing push-ups before on my knees. And yeah, they made me feel like cool and strong, but I didn't notice anything happening with my arms or my chest or my back until I started to do the push-ups on my toes. That's when I noticed like my arms are getting very strong. I think that it has completely defined my arm muscles and it's helped my core strength. So now when I do planks, I feel a lot stronger. So there are a ton of benefits to push-ups. I would rather bang out 15 quick push-ups than do like an hour of arms and bicep curls. So that's my own preference. And I feel strong as fuck when I do push-ups, which is cool, but I was struggling in the beginning. So I could only really bang out like one or two of them on my feet, on my toes without feeling like my arms were going to snap in half. And I was doing one or two every day for a really long time. Like, and I know that sounds really weak and <laughs> silly one push-up, but it really was like, I had no upper body strength. I was doing like one full push up and it felt like my arms were going to break in half. So I was actually looking on a fellow Soul Cycle instructor's Instagram page, Kara, um, Kara Lennon. She's awesome. Her and I were actually in a business group together too. So I always go to her page and I'm looking for personal training tips because she's like a badass personal trainer and I trust her fully. But I saw that she was putting up on her Instagram and her TikTok some hacks to master the push-up without going on your knees to get that push-up form, that perfect push-up form. So what she did, and I'm sure other people have done this too, but I was she was the first person I saw it from. What she did was wrap a booty band. So if you have those resistance bands, I use them for booty day. We call them booty bands, resistance bands. I wrapped my medium weight resistance band around my arms. And I know this is kind of like a weird thing to picture as I'm talking about it. So I would go to TikTok and type this in or go to Instagram and see what you can find. But you put the booty band around your arms up around close to your elbow. So it's going to be kind of like pushing your arms together around your arms and elbow. And then you go down to do the push up. And when I'm telling you the difference this makes, I don't know if it's like the support from the band that's helping you push back up or what's going on, but this has been a miracle changer for me. 
I can get a solid 10 pushups in now without feeling like I'm going to die. And since I've been using that resistance band to help train me with like perfect form and to train me with building up stamina with pushups, I can take off the band now and do a regular 10 pushup set without the band, without feeling like I'm going to die, without going onto my knees. And I have just seen such a progression in my pushups. My arms feel strong. My body feels good. Everything feels strong when I'm doing these. So if you've seen this trend on TikTok where people are wrapping that band around their arms, this, if this is the only reason you're going to use a booty band, if you're going to invest $10 in a booty band just for pushups, I say do it. It has been a game changer for me. I get like super excited when I can do like 15 or 20 pushups now. So if you're looking to up your pushup game, get stronger in your upper body, all around feel good within your core strength um, and build up that pushup stamina, a great first step is not doing it on your knees, but adding that resistance band in. Trust me, when you do it, you're going to do one pushup and your jaw is going to drop to the floor. I remember doing it and feeling that sensation of being able to push myself back up without like feeling like I'm going to die. And I was like so shocked. I almost like laughed. I was laughing to myself because I was like, how did I not know this before? I was so proud of myself. That is a TikTok trend I can get behind. And it's something that I am using every single day. All right. Our last and final um, trend that I've got on here. This happened a little while back. People started to drink this concoction, this juice in the morning. And if you've listened to my episodes in the past or you followed me on Instagram, you would know I am an avid juicer. I drink juice every single morning. I talk about the benefits of juicing in my Whole Foods episode, so I won't bore you with them here, but I'm a firm believer in juicing. So when I saw this trend going around on TikTok, I thought, why the heck not? I already juice every morning, so I'll try this too. So people are calling it like skinny juice or skinny water. And basically you are blending up a cup of pineapple, a cup or half of a cucumber, about an inch of fresh ginger, and then water and a full lemon. So a squeeze of a full lemon in there. So you've got pineapple, cucumber, ginger, lemon, water. Sounds refreshing. Sounds really good. Um, I didn't love it. I think it, I don't think a cup of pineapple was enough for me and half of a cucumber. It really just tasted like a watered down version of like what should be a really nutritious and good juice, like a really dense juice. I also noticed that when I swapped this out with my normal juicing, I took out my normal juicing and I swapped in this pineapple, cucumber, ginger, lemon water drink that I was a lot hungrier quicker in the morning. So I wasn't as full as I normally am when I have my full like nutritious juice. Um, and the whole reason people are doing this trend is because it's supposed to take away bloating. It's supposed to curb your appetite. So you're not supposed to be hungry after drinking it. Um, and it's good for like your digestive system, which I agree. A lot of the things in this drink are helpful for your digestive system and flushing out the toxins in our body. I drink lemon water, a hot lemon water every morning. And I think that I get more benefits from that than I did from this juice. And I drank it for over a month. I would say almost two months. Again, I was hungrier quicker. I, I guess I noticed like a little bit of bloat reduction, but I drink that hot water and lemon every morning and I see the same results. And I actually kind of enjoy that more than the taste of this juice that I was making. So I personally would say skip out on this trend. If you really are interested in juicing, go for a rich, hearty, dense juice that's going to keep you full all throughout the morning and that's going to give you more nutrients from adding more fruits and veggies into that juice because a cup of pineapple with water and half a cucumber is not 
going to satisfy you at all. And it really does taste like watering, growing gross. I didn't love it. So if you're looking for a juice to add, whoops, if you're looking for a juice to add in or for some help with flushing out toxins, I would say drink hot water with lemon. I got the exact same results um, with that, with bloat. And I felt fuller longer when I was drinking my normal juices. So that's a TikTok trend that I probably won't get behind. I'm not going to do it anymore. Instead, I'm going to buy pineapple and eat it as a snack and not waste it, blending it up into a water. So (laughs) that's all we've got on TikTok trends. If you enjoyed this episode and you want me to do this more, I love being your guinea pig. I love trying things out just as long as they're not too crazy or too expensive. So I'm going to keep my eye out on the newest TikTok trends in the health and wellness and beauty space, and I'll start doing them. So maybe three months, two months from now, we can check in on that and do some more trends. If you've seen something on social media that I didn't cover today and you're interested in learning more about it, or you want me to try it out, shoot me a DM, let me know. Um, You can find me on Instagram at Kristen McGrath, or you can find the podcast at Wellness for the Hot Mess. I'm so curious to see any more fads or tips and tricks that you've tried or that you are curious about trying. I'll be your guinea pig. I'll do it for you. Why not? But that's all we've got on this lovely Thursday. I would just want to remind you that Wellness for the Hot Mess will now be a bi-weekly podcast. So I won't see you next week, but I'll see you in two weeks. I hope you have a lovely weekend. Enjoy the spring weather wherever you are in the world. It's like that good time when spring is coming. Summer is almost here, but spring is fully in swing here in Chicago. We've had a beautiful few days. So enjoy the weather, get outside, move your body, have some fun with friends, maybe hit an outdoor happy hour. Stay safe and remember to like, comment, subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts. And I will see you in two Thursdays. Have a good day. I'm not afraid of